At Mass, whenever I know I hear St. Paul's letters to the Corinthians, I, I kind of want to say, oh, those sinful Corinthians. As we know, Corinth was a port city, much probably uh, like many of our port cities around the world today. It was very cosmopolitan, ships coming in from all over the empire, the world. And it was there that it was sort of a cauldron of sin and vice, business and uh, 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 commerce, good things and bad things. It was a typical, rather large city. And here, at the same time, Paul is trying to address those basic kinds of uh, issues that that community was dealing with. And I always get a sense, though, that St. Paul had quite a fondness for the Corinthians, this, this port city, once again, that he knew very well. Here is a community that is trying to emerge from a crisis of division within themselves. But Paul still shows a sense of, of uh, worry for them. He still look, is looking out for their well-being and their spiritual needs. So he encourages them to be generous with Christ, to embrace Christ in all of our Lord's, his, his rules and commandments and his love with all their hearts. This is what he means when he says, we implore you on behalf of Christ be reconciled to God. Each of us, as we begin our journey of Lent, needs to hear that call. Each of us needs to put our whole lives under Christ's rule, to stop resisting him, to let God speak to our hearts as we go into our inner room, which is our heart. There are two ways that we might resist Christ that we are very familiar with. In other words, really two types of sins. I'm not necessarily talking about mortal and venial. We, we know the differences in those two. But we, when we talk about sin, we can also talk about taking something that doesn't belong to us. These are sins of commission, dishonesty, greed, lust, gluttony. These are ways of taking what doesn't belong to us, things of pleasure and opportunities. Secondly, we can keep to ourselves what we should be giving to others. These are sins of omission, kindness, forgiveness, help, patience. We owe these things to our brothers and sisters by our acts of charity as Christians. When we hold them back, we fail to be like Christ. One sin of omission is so common that we don't even notice it anymore, but it can do such damage to, to ourselves and others. It consists in failing to be true to our primary mission as Christians, and that's the mission of spreading the faith. 
instead of just keeping it to ourselves. As St. Paul put it, we are ambassadors for Christ, as if God were appealing through us. Ambassadors bring that message of their leader to citizens of another country. Our leader is Christ, and his message is the gospel, and his nation is eternal life. All the people in our lives who don't know Christ, who haven't experienced his forgiveness, who are seeking happiness in all the wrong places, these are people God has sent us to. Have we been delivering that message or have we been holding back in our own lives, through our own words, in our own examples? This is a question I think is important for us to think about as we begin our journey of Lent. The ashes that we use today are meant to remind us of these things. First, they remind us that we are sinners. Although we are children of God, at the same time, we are still children of a fallen world. Ashes are lifeless dust, but we give, as we give in to those tendencies of our sin, we too are as lifeless as dust. Sin separates us from God, who is the source of all life. Without God's redeeming spirit in us, we have no hope of eternal life. After all, it was the breath of God into the nostrils of Adam and Eve that brought that, those ashes to the life that we know as humanity. Second, the ashes remind us that our sins, our acts of selfishness cause damage. These ashes are made from the palm branches we used on Palm Sunday last year. They symbolize Christ's victory over sin. Our sin forfeits that victory in our lives. They destroy the life that God means us to live. Third and most importantly, the ashes remind us that in spite of our sins, in spite of our deep-seated selfishness, God hasn't given up on us. These aren't just the simple ashes uh, that, 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 uh, that are spread and go nowhere in the wind. Rather, these are special ashes that remind us that we are meant for a higher purpose, that we are meant to be with God, that we are meant to be a part of his kingdom, that we are meant to be his ambassadors. We are marked with these ashes today because we are sinners, but the mark is given in the sign of Christ's cross, which won for us the grace so that we may start fresh, a fresh new way of life. We are marked on our foreheads because Christ wants us to go boldly into the world as his representatives. He is proud of us when we trust in him and he wants us to change the world through his good news. The ashes are Christ's way of helping us to make a fresh start. So this time of Lent, this journey of renewal 
this journey of conversion, we are given those tools to do that. We pray, we fast, and we give of ourselves. We pray in the sense that, again, Christ urges us to go to that inner room, which is the depths of our heart, where we can listen to the Lord speak to us. This is a time to intensify our prayer, to do a little more than we normally do, to seek Christ and his voice in our life in a much clearer and intense way. We give. Now, we have all kinds of ways that we can give. We can give of our treasure. You know, almsgiving means uh, we have rice bowls that help the poor. We can give to Catholic charities. Maybe we're, we're giving a little more to our parish. But it also means, what about our time and our talents? Are we giving of those during this special time of Lent in a, in, in a way that we are showing God's justice, God's mercy, and God's charity? And finally, fasting. Um, you know, fasting is really trying to, to show that we, that, that, that it is God who is in control of our lives. All of us have those habits that are self-destructive, but ultimately, when we replace that with God's grace and we cooperate with God's grace, we give up a little bit. Yeah, the, the church gives us particular things that we need to do. All of us over 14 years of age give up meat, during, the, during uh, Ash Wednesday, as well as the Fridays of Lent. And then those of us who 18 to 59, though I turned 65 this year, but I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue to fast, to fast. And, uh, and hopefully, uh, it, it again, it, it frees me to do more, to do more of what God is calling me to and to experience God's voice in, in prayer. This Lent, that we start today is our saying yes to that invitation to embrace God's grace and love within us and his goodness, to help him turn those normal ashes into something eternal, something beautiful, that we may be ambassadors on this mission of love that gives true meaning to our lives and to our church.